1: I asked you first. Yeah, but I'm not the one who had the least experienced lawyer I've ever met. Put this thing over the goal line. Come on, I thought I was the least experienced lawyer you've ever met. No, you were the least experienced dickhead I ever met. Right. Because that kid may be green, (sighs) but he's the only one of you two that actually went to law school. (laughs) I know it. Mike, what's on your mind? Nothing. It's just this whole thing we're doing is making me lie to a lot of people, including Oliver. and I'm not thrilled about it. What are you talking about? Nathan thinks there's an ulterior motive to this case, and he's right. Oliver saw it. I had to lie to both of them to cover it up. Maybe that's true, but you need to keep your eye on the ball. You deserve to be a lawyer. You're doing good for those minors, and that's all that matters. I don't know, Harvey. What do you care so much about what this kid thinks anyway? Because he's the reason I decided to change my mind about doing this whole thing. What do you mean? He's a great kid, and he's gonna be a great lawyer but I had to watch him tank a case without being able to help him, and a woman ended up on the street. I thought if we do this, then I'll never have to sit back and do nothing while someone I care about is losing ever again. And stop worrying about what we're doing, because tomorrow isn't about losing, it's about winning. Suits Season 6, Episode 14 is over. If you're ready to hear us talk about A Mission of Guilt, then Suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestradino, back here with the guy who's prepared a special pairing for every single plot point in this episode of Suits.
0: It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. Why? Well... On the last podcast, I said, you know, suits didn't jump the shark because this Donna thing, that's just gonna breeze over. It. It's not a real plot point. It's not something that we're no. gonna have to deal with and pair with anything else moving forward. It's a one-off thing. It's goofy. They just need to give Donna something to do in the episode. Rob, why are we still talking about the Donna? We're still well, talking about the Donna? Yes, I, I, I think was it David Schwartz? I think David Schwartz might have a point. Where it's like. But really, what are we doing? Why is Donna just doing random? Like, she's just talking to herself at this point. She's uh, just sitting in the mm-hmm. room and just chatted up with me. The Donna about, is
1: evolving.
0: Yeah, but why? What Donna? We ain't got nothing. She ain't got no love interest. No, no other interest. Nothing yeah. that she could be doing.
1: I don't know. The Donna to me is like a car wreck that I can't turn away from. Uh, like I'm all yeah. in on like let's let's explore the Donna here over the next three seasons. <laughs>
0: See, that's a, I'm like, what? Unless the Donna is about to revolutionize Pearson Specter Lit, and they're about to, you know, use it to buy a bunch of, you know, a stock or something like that, and really get the business off the ground. What are we doing? A part of me kind of The Donna
1: has to have empathy. Chappelle it has to have a heart. It has to be able to listen.
0: Can Can it have a reason though? What is the reason that we're dealing with the Donna? Just because Benjamin's bored? Yeah, give me instead of Benjamin people Donna, going to
1: therapy they're just going to buy the Donna
0: but what does that do for our show what does that do for the show we already have a Donna I now think that
1: two? yeah then I think ultimately then I think Gretchen is about to leave okay and so oh. now that uh, Harvey can have the real Donna and already because you know Lewis he's used to like uh, you know he's going to raise uh, this other baby he can just have the virtual Donna
0: Virtual Donna for Lewis. So we're about to fire Gretchen. That's
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think so. Okay. I think that's where we're going. Yep. Yeah, we're cloning like Donna. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, give me the Benjamin Donna storyline anytime. Like, give me that romance. It's I all want about to see the that.
1: Benjamin baby.
0: I want to see the romance, Rob. Uh, are we not? See... Are we not
1: saying that anymore? No. What? You
0: know. I don't know. Who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, based. Current events, yes yeah. right? So we have ever been saying it is a question? <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Listen, give me Benjamin and Donna dating. Okay. I would love to see it. I, I just want, I want a reason why this man has left the IT room because now it just feels like, oh my God, I'm not good at making the Donna and I'm never going to make it in Silicon Valley. I had dreams, I had wishes, I had thoughts. Benjamin, I don't care about any of that stuff. Go hack something, mm-hmm. you know? Do up up update her motherboard or whatever nasty stuff she was saying to you last episode. Damn, you know what? I don't want to talk about the Donna AI. This is very annoying. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was okay, kind of kind of fun, but now what?
1: Mm-hmm. Why? I can't. I'm dying point? to see where
0: it goes. It, it, where could it go? <laughs> is, the, is the Donna gonna talk Mike out of doing fraud again? You know what? What is the it? real is one coming? Yeah exactly so what is it that the robot the donna gonna do when the regular the donna couldn't do anything what is he doing i don't
1: know i think that the there's a a big plot point i think coming for the donna like we're setting all this up like somehow it's going to i don't know like maybe could the donna go into the court and then sit with oliver on the bench and then be like uh oliver you need to object
0: Rob, I will take my laptop and fling it out of a out of like a moving vehicle if that happens. I what? Yeah. No. Hey, how come we're not doing me? like uh what? Wh- what if
1: like Mike is in the courtroom and Oliver is wearing like an earpiece uh and then oh. Mike is like object, object, object.
0: That that old trope. You know, if you wanted to make it even more a like classic TV trope, yeah. it's not that he's wearing an earpiece. He's underneath the table that mm-hmm. they're doing. That they're, you know, like, uh, your honor, uh, uh, hold on real quick as I confer with my client. And he, like, leans down and you just hear Mike, like,
1: kicks him. Yeah. Hearsay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, you're too loud. Or he repeats the wrong thing back. He's like, shut up. What What was that? No, no, your honor, not you. Not you. What did Anything you just say that? to me, counsel? Right like, I'll hold you in contention. No, no, it's not that, you know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, we we could get goofy like that. I mean, but are we there, Rob? Is that what we are? I don't know. Are we officially at Wacky Suits?
1: I don't know. Uh, Albert Vargas says it was the jump the shark moment of the show. So we'll we'll see. All right. So there's a lot going on here, a lot to unpack. uh, As uh, we are continuing on with this case of the guy that works at the bar who is uh, not going to let Rachel take the bar. uh, Craig Seidel. Uh, Boy, this guy is like really connected to a lot of stuff. So Craig Seidel was working on his, at his own technology company before Mm. he like gave away like company secrets to velocity data solutions, velocity Mm. data solutions also is a mining company.
0: It seems like it, right. It did say my, it did say that they did, uh, that the mining company is why they, uh, They have all those suits, I guess, with the health problems. I guess maybe they own the mining company or something, right? Does
1: Velocity Data Solutions sound like a mining company?
0: Maybe. (laughs) I I, I don't really I don't know. There's a lot
1: of (laughs) things going on here. And so... So uh, but then so in addition to like having like a technology company, then Craig Seidel also went to go work at the character and fitness board and then can also handle admissions of who can become admitted to the bar. And so we're working on this case. And so that he's trying to Craig Seidel wants the the stock price tanked. And so now Mike trying to get his bar license uh, reinstated or becoming a member of the bar once again, Uh, enter Oliver Grady, who is the lawyer or the CEO of this, of uh, Velocity, I'm sorry, not Oliver Grady, uh, that this is (laughs) James Palmer, is the CEO of Velocity Data Solutions.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, James Palmer, he shows up and he sucks. James Palmer just initially comes out the gate like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm not doing this with you. You're not about to class action lawsuit me because the mining people want me to pay because they got poison and all this other stuff. I'm not doing it. I will fight this to the ends of the earth. I will die making sure that these people do not get this money from me. So you can try to get them out of these NDAs all you want, Mike Ross. I'm not going for it. But when pressed and he has to settle, this man's like... Yeah, so what do you want? Like hundred million dollars? Like, whoa! Um, we just gonna just jump right to a hundred mil? Was mm-hmm. it, wasn't that the amount he just threw out? I was like, excuse me,
1: mm-hmm. and that was a lowball offer.
0: Yeah, very yeah. quickly, like one hundred mil, mm-hmm. just straight out the gate. And then Harvey's like, I could have got him to two hundred fifty mil. Matter of fact, Harvey almost got him to five hundred mil, but James Palmer picked up on, hey, if that's the number you're aiming for half a billion dollars, then you're probably trying to to, to get me to take uh, my stock. Stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. a shakedown. You're trying to take my okay. stock here, and that's illegal, Harvey. So
1: before we get to that point, all right, Mike, uh, that he's working with Oliver, we got to figure this out. Oliver, I need your help. We got to go through all the cases for Velocity Data Solutions. And they say, oh, look, they settled with all these miners. Uh, M-I-N-E-R-S. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be probably much worse if they settled with a bunch of...
0: M-I-N-O-R-S. And they get paid. They'd be mm-hmm. a bunch of miners with a bunch of money. But yeah. they'd have a bunch of NDAs, and then they wouldn't be able to talk about it. Okay. They wouldn't so, be able to tell people their story. All right.
1: So Mike goes and meets with a with a minor. Was this a minor in a diner?
0: A minor in a diner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so uh, Mike goes to talk to him. He's like, we signed all our NDAs. We can't talk about it. Uh, but Mike is like, oh, okay. This is like a, a total situation for me to fight for the little guy. I'm in. And so Mike wants to rip up the NDAs, go fight with uh, Velocity Data Solutions. But meanwhile, Mike's boss, who brought Mike into the clinic the to good say, guy, listen, I'm, I'm ready to put my feet up. I'm going to a movie. I want to do stuff. He uh, is like, Mike, what the hell's going on here?
0: Mm-hmm. Nathan's got to have a life too. Mm-hmm. Mike's Mike initially charged up Nathan in the last episode because he's like, Nathan, I need you to help me fight for the little guy. Help me bend all these rules. Sign off on me sitting next to Oliver and holding his hand throughout this court trial. And Nathan's like, no, we're a legal clinic. We lose cases. It happens. The people come in here, they have life or death situations and sometimes it's death, you know? And that's just how it is. There's nothing we can do. That's why we exist. We are here to help the people if we can. And we cannot... Uh, and so in this episode, it's like I took my eye off for you for one second. For mm-hmm. one second, and you're already doing crazy stuff. Why are these boxes around here? Why do you care about velocity minus I mean velocity data solutions? Why do you have all my like my clinic people doing work for Pierce Inspector Lit? So you don't work for them. Are you trying to go back to work for them? No. Oh like, no, <laughs> I would never try to go back to work for them. obviously that would be crazy. Like, so you're telling me there's nothing else? Mm-hmm. Nothing else going on here. Uh-uh. Cross yeah. my heart, I hope to die, stick a needle in my eye. This is not it. I am just doing this because Mike says, and I don't think this is a direct quote, but he said, I don't like people getting away with doing stuff because mm-hmm. just because people can't see them do it. I'm sorry, Mike, what? <laughs> Mike, Mike, you what? <laughs> this whole episode is you trying to get away with doing stuff because you think people can't see you doing it. You know, you're literally trying to become a lawyer behind everyone's backs. Mm-hmm. And your response to Oliver is that, yeah, they just it just really grinds my gears when people get away with things. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike. You spent 25 to 30 days in prison <laughs> for, for impersonating a lawyer, costing a bunch of companies a lot of money, for threatening other people and and strong arming people into doing your your bidding as far as in you know in the legal realm at least. Yeah. You did 30 days. 30 days, roughly, give or take, you know, a couple weeks. There is no way that you could stand on your high horse in this moment and say, you know, I just, it's my duty to make sure that people pay what they owe. You know, it's like, Ross, come on now, come off of it. Just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Okay.
1: Rachel has a conversation with Harvey earlier in the episode, and she's like, look, I know what's going on. I know you're working on something. I know you're trying to get something going with Mike. Just promise me, look, Mike already went to jail. If this gets hot, you're not going to push the issue, right? Promise me, Harvey.
0: I promise. Cross my heart. I hope to die. Stick it in my eye. Mm-hmm. You're, like, you're like, Rachel, come on, man. You know, this deal doesn't mean anything. Harvey's going to promise all he can, but he wants Mike to be a lawyer so bad. He misses his friend. You know, they they get a they get really close in these episodes, Rob. Mike and Harvey are just... They're always just, you know, kind of, oh, well, you know, you're a fraud. Well, you're old. Like, it's a lot of back and forth banter. The gang's back together and Harvey has not been happier. And so Mm -hmm. Rachel's saying that he's going to like that Harvey should pull the plug if this gets kind of hairy. That's nice. But realistically speaking, Harvey's all in. Rob, life is down here. Harvey likes to live up here. Mm -hmm. You know, he needs the risk yeah lust for life man i'm sorry yeah just like luke perry just like luke perry where did that come from
1: i think that he was doing like a face and i think that that was like a an r.i.p luke perry uh i think that the impersonation that mike was doing was giving luke perry
0: oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. i saw it and i was like "Hmm, okay um but yeah uh i guess Harvey does have like the
1: luke perry hairline
0: he does. He does. It's a sharp hairline, but, you know, it, it looks good on Harvey. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: all right. Mike is uh, in his conversation with uh, Jim Palmer. Uh, he says that uh, I'm working with Pearson Specter Lick. And then Harvey's like, uh, you idiot, you weren't supposed to say anything. All right. So now Pierce Inspector lit. They are now going to have uh like their associates all working on everything. Oliver, come over and you know, you help us all work on it. And we've got a lot of people working on this over as uh Mike is back in his old stomping grounds.
0: Yeah, and we even get Katrina. I thought Katrina wasn't going to yeah, make the Yeah, I thought Katrina
1: it. like uh, came
0: over. You's like no she didn't come over. I was like okay and yeah. uh but I guess she did. Yeah, I thought she was like I can't betray Robert Zane like that. But Robert Zane pretty much gave them their blessing. And uh, yeah, now we have Katrina and Rachel working on the same side. And this is for the first time because they ha- they did not like each yeah. other. Katrina-, Katrina and Mike weren't really good, but when they made up, Rachel and Katrina never had the chance to make up. And so now those two people get to be paired up as the other 10 associates are assisting um, Oliver with this huge case because right. now they have all this firepower. But Oliver, Oliver, this is not doing... Doing a lot for Oliver's uh, confidence, Rob. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know you said I'm a good lawyer and I'm good at stuff, but all these people here are better than me at stuff. And Mike's like, what? No, Oliver, you're great. No, you're mm-hmm. amazing. I promise. It's like, well, how come I only did 10 and they did like 12? It's like, oh, Oliver, you have things. You're charismatic. People mm-hmm. um, you have a nice smile. There's you things like that you're good Deadpool. at. Right, and Oliver's like... Oh, Oh, thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm. That's all I needed to hear. My Oliver's thing is that all these other associates—they just want to win, but I care about the people. Mm -hmm. I care less about winning than I do about the actual people, and that's Mike cares about the little guy. Okay, yeah, but losing for the little guy—you know, like the little guy, the last little guy they cared about, Sophia. Her son has asthma. She's not getting her settlement, and they lost the case. Yeah, so you know, and Mike has long forgotten about her. Right, right. We—he's moved on. Oliver. (sighs) Um, it's like, oh, well that makes me feel better. So
1: yeah, there you go. Okay. So Mike again is getting reamed out by his boss. Also Nathan, uh, from uh, the, uh, um, clinic and, mm-hmm. um, Mike says to his boss, Nathan, he's like, Hey, I want to be here. Okay. Stop, t- stop bossing me around. Like, let me, let me cook. Um, I'm working on this case. And if I didn't want to be here, then I, you know, I took this job for $35,000. I had an offer to go back and work with Harvey, and there would have been another zero at the end of it. So just to get this straight, Mike turned down $350,000 a year to consult for PSL?
0: Ooh. When he said it, I said, wait, $350,000? And all you had to do was play ball with Harvey for a little bit mm-hmm. as a consultant? As a consultant, Mike is says, I, there's no price you can put on his humanity. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going to be a lawyer. I'm like, but can you do both? Yeah. Can't hey, you like, consult for business perspective, like, and, and work like, in a clinic? All right, counter offer,
1: Harvey. Uh, like, I want to do one pro bono case a week. All right, yeah. deal.
0: Even take the pay cut. What mm-hmm. if I gave up 50000 50, and it was like 300000 and I get to do what I want and... I get to consult, you know. Mm -hmm. Give me a team of
1: people to work on pro bono cases all day long.
0: Right. Matter of fact, let's buy this Eastside Clinic
1: for three hundred fifty (laughs) thousand
0: dollars. I'm pretty sure that that'll get us something, some stock. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike. Is he dumb? Is Mike Ross stupid? Yes. I think he's stupid. Hey, I mean he's like book smart. Yeah, but but stupid though. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be both. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Mike is working with Oliver and trying to do it, and Oliver keeps saying like, eh, "This something doesn't add up here." I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this.
0: This is fishy. Why? Yeah. Why do you? all of a sudden have Pierce Inspector Litt's blessing when pursuing this, when you said while you were there, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't allow you to. He's like, well, you know, it's different now that I'm here. He's like, yeah, but you don't have the manpower here. He's like, yeah, but they're willing to help me as long as, like, uh, Oliver is not, see, Mike is stupid. Oliver is not stupid. He's just not good at trial law. Um, Mike is dumb.
1: Yeah. So Mike Ends up getting that first offer back for 100 mil that you were talking about from James Palmer. And then James Palmer goes back to Harvey with like a counter offer after Mike says no and says, "Okay, 100 million, 200 million, 300 million, 350 million. Harvey's like, nope, it's got to be 500 million. And that's when James Palmer says, "Um, "Okay, I get it. You know, this isn't about the money. And they do want the admission of guilt. Um, they want, he's like, you're trying to st- uh, tank my stock price. I know what's going on. And I know he's like, you know, Mike Ross, he works at the East Side Clinic, um, but he's got an interview with Craig Seidel next week. I know what's going on. Now, is James Palmer, again, one of the few people in the Suits universe that did not get the spoilers? Like, he seems to not know, like, Wait, Mike Ross, the the fraud that worked here for six years, your former partner?
0: Well, he's not a lawyer, right? He's just a a random CEO. The kids at the the school knew, Chappelle. Yeah, well, that's because kids kids be looking for that kind of stuff. I remember when I was in high school one time, uh we had a speech teacher. I won't say her name, mm-hmm. but I remember she she was a younger speech teacher, maybe like late late 20s. And um she had been living her life and uh there was a website called indemix.com where in like in The Mix, yeah, dot where um, you could go and, like, like if you basically got, like, uh pictures taken at, uh, of you at a nightclub or something like that, they would post okay. pictures on In The Mix. And so they quickly found her, and I keep wanting to say her name, but I'm not going to do that to her. They f- quickly found her in a nightclub, being a regular 29-year-old woman, probably, just living her life. Uh, And I say they, but I mean the students. And when she walked in, they did a very much the same move, where it was just like, ooh, miss such-and-such, isn't this you in the club? She, I'm talking about completely... For her to be a, a speech teacher, she laid the smack down that day in class. She's like, oh, y'all got games? Oh, okay, cool. Bro, I hated that class. I, and I am a person who likes to talk. I've taken a lot of speech classes in my day. And I tell you, I was like, I'm about to quit this class because this lady mm-hmm. lost her mind because y'all went and found this website, this website picture of her in the club. Uh, So, yeah, kids do this kind of stuff.
1: Okay. Well... So we find out then that um, we get what, what's Craig Seidel goes in. Like he tries to like intimidate Mike uh, and is like, hey, Mike, like, listen to me. You're going to do you, you better you better not screw this up. Uh, but it turns out that James Palmer says, hey, you better go find out what's going on with Craig Seidel. Because when you know, then you'll know Harvey gets the confession out of him. Uh, that it turns out that actually he gave up. The uh, he gave up the corporate espionage to Velocity Data Solutions, but then they blackmailed him.
0: So he was in on the takeover and then he tried to jump ship and be like, oh, my God, a takeover. What? and they caught on, and they put enough in his account to, like, implement him in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, that's his real reason why he can't go to the FBI and just be like, they're trying to steal my company. Uh, Because initially, he tells Harvey, well, I can't really tell you what that's about, because I had an affair. I don't want that getting back to my wife. But we know how Harvey feels about affairs. He's ready to air that Mm -hmm. out. He's like, I don't care about his affair at all. I can't wait to go air this out just to take you down, James Palmer. James Palmer says, okay, well, you can talk about his affair all you want, but this man is crooked. He's a crook. And so Harvey's like, all right, Craig says you want to be awful, you're gonna do the right thing. You're gonna make sure Rachel gets her her bar interview. Better fact, just just put her in the bar. Like she didn't even have to go in front of the the, <laughs> the ethics committee. She's just like, they're like, yeah, you're good. They just signed off on it. Uh, but then he's like, and also Mike Ross needs to be a lawyer, and you need to make it happen.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised Rachel was okay with this. Where I feel like that Rachel might have wanted to push back and say like, look. I don't want to do fraud. Like, I, I don't want to get involved with this. Like, I, I want to do this the right way. Like, I'm sure, like, isn't Robert Zane going to be like, okay, Rachel, how did it go with the character and fitness committee? And she's like, well. Yeah.
0: I didn't. Yeah, they, they just passed me. Like, yeah, he's like What? No, nope, I'm so good. The Zane name just goes so far these days mm-hmm. in, this, in suits world, you know? And so for her, she's like, no, nope, I'm good. Thank you for your recommendation. Yeah. All right. So um we then
1: uh, find out that Oliver catches on to Mike and is like okay I know what's up.
0: Yeah and Mike is using all of the situation just to get, to become a lawyer, but it's not because he wants to jump ship to go to PSL. And I think that's the, that's for Mike, the half truth that's being told here, right? He's there. Everyone's assuming that Mike wants to just get his old, his old spot back at PSL, his old corner office, you know, all his friends. He wants to get back into the corporate world, making $350,000 a year, um, you know, all that stuff. But Mike's like, No. I'm using this so I can be a lawyer, so I can help people. I'm different. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine being poor. I just want to help people, and I can't do it if I'm not a lawyer.
1: Okay, here's here's where I think this is going. Okay, so we get to where Harvey tells Craig Seidel, like, you're going to reinstate Mike, whether you want to or not. I'm blackmailing you now. You better do it. Um, But Oliver is like you need to tell Nathan what's going on because if you don't tell Nathan I will Nathan needs to know about this. So is it possible where Craig Seidel is about to reinstate Mike on the bar but it turns out that Oliver tells Nathan what Mike Ross is really up to and then. Nathan calls back up Anita Gibbs and it's like, hey, you know that fraud that you warned me about? Like, nah, He's frauding again.
0: He's frauding again. He's back on the wagon.
1: He's frauding again and he's about to get re- reinstated in the bar.
0: I feel like Mike might go tell himself. You mm-hmm. know, the mic we're presenting is like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not a big fan of this. I'm not, I want to, you know, I'm trying to be on the up and up. I don't want to go back to jail. Nathan, uh, Oliver gave him an ultimatum and said, you do it or I'm going to do it. And I think Mike really wants Nathan to, I'm sorry, not Nathan, Oliver to look at him in a positive light. You know, Oliver says, well, what kind of example are you setting for me? Uh, And so Mike's like, man, you know, having kids is hard. Now I got to set a good example and put what I want to the side. I think he might go and just go ahead and tell Nathan what's up. Mm -hmm. And then Anita Gibbs is getting called. Make no mistake. Anita Gibbs is coming back, baby.
1: I think so. Okay. All right. All right. Um, That's what's going on with everything with Mike and Harvey and Velocity and uh, the, the clinic. We You mentioned Katrina and Rachel working together. So there is a client that uh, really wants to see Lewis and Harvey. And, you know, as per usual, Harvey does not have time to meet with a client that really needs to be met with. And so... Lewis has to figure out some other presentation. He brings in Katrina. He brings in Rachel. They end up putting on some sort of like a luncheon with like a chef to try to have pairings and show them like their whole presentation. And I guess it goes very well, but that didn't impress them much.
0: No. No, she wants status. She wants to show, she wants to see that the name partners care about her. And so she always meets with Jessica and Louis every year to go over the analytics and everything and the numbers and all that stuff because it makes her feel special. Like, I really, y'all really care about me as an employee or as a client. And so when they get this, uh, oh, a food pairing and wine and all this stuff, all she sees is this cool, but where's Harvey? I thought I was meeting with the partners. I, I thought, mm-hmm. I thought I mattered to y'all. And so she tells Louis, I didn't want to sign up for to talk to your, you know, associate and your law student. What do you, what do you think I am? Like, I'm very important, right? And Louis is like, okay, first of all, do not disrespect them. Um, they are associates and a law student, but they are our associates and law student, and so they will be treated with respect. And she says, okay, well, you can go. I want to meet with. I want to be working for somebody uh, who cares about their clients. Maybe like a, yeah, I don't know, Robert Zane or something like that. So you're out. Did you say that uh she called them two nobodies? No, but I mean she did. It's like who, who the hell are they? Like, who the hell are they? You know, like that's all I heard. Like, who, who you, the hell is this? Yeah, that's the Duchess. Yeah, that's the Duchess of Yeah. He's like, Oh, well, wait, who's her mom? Who's her dad? It's like, oh, her dad's Robert Zane. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, well,
0: I'd rather meet with Robert Zane okay. than than Rachel. But
1: okay, we lost Jessica, but gained Katrina, we find out. Yeah. Okay. Even swap. All right, let me ask you a couple of questions that I have for you. Um, Okay. Four people, now with 10 associates, work at Pearson Specter Lit. There is quite a spread that gets put out in the executive conference room uh, for, did you notice this?
0: Yeah, very croissant heavy, but uh, Harvey's in there. Yeah, I mean, Harvey doesn't need it. Lewis doesn't need it. How much mm-hmm. money is
1: PSL wasting on a gigantic set of display case of croissants every day? Are they fake? Is it like when you go to a restaurant, and they have like the plastic desserts out?
0: No, but, but you know, the croissant vendor is probably a vendor. Cause, Was Jessica doing cr- six croissants a day and that they've She's, just. She comes off as a croissant gal, you yeah. know, but. The, or the, the whole, maybe the, the, the senior
1: partners were all eating them and then they just never canceled it.
0: Yeah, and this is only for the executive kitchen. So I don't even know if the associates can use it. So it's really just Donna, Lewis, <laughs> Mike, and Harvey. I'm mean, yeah. no, sorry, Harvey and uh. I hope they let Gretchen? Gretchen go have one. Yeah, and maybe Benjamin. Benjamin could get in there as well. Um, but yeah, the associates are just walking around starving while mm. they're just in there like wasting croissants on people like Harvey who don't even like them. Okay. Then my other
1: question for you, Chappelle, was, was Mike a total a-hole for yes. what he did to Oliver? What did he do? When they're in Harvey's office, and Mm -hmm. he can—he's looking at the records. He's like, "Wow, this record, this record. Like, uh, can I touch it?" He's like, "Yeah." Harvey says, "You know, what's the point of even having records if if you don't let everybody use them?" And Harvey
0: says, "I'll shove that record up your ass (laughs) next time you touch it." (laughs) Good job, Harvey. Go, Harvey. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, bit of an a-hole.
1: America. Chappelle, who gets the Liddy in this episode? Well, we didn't even talk about Liddy. Uh, Louis, what is Louis up to? I guess so. I mean, uh, he we talked about him with setting things up with um, Katrina and Rachel. Uh, him and Tara get to know each other a little bit better, continuing uh, where we left off from last week.
0: They said there's no better way to get to know each other than to uh, rear a child, mm-hmm. and so um, that's what they're doing. I don't know. I don't. Does Louis get the lady though? I mean. I mean, he, he did have a stick episode. up for Rachel and Katrina. He did. He stuck up for Rachel. Well, he did get fired as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I he was a it was a big move to to get fired though. I mean, dear guy, Harvey should have been helping him. He tried, but I think he tried and failed. So I don't mm-hmm. know if we can give him the lady. Um, Donna pushes back against the Donna a little bit, but it is it's growing. It's getting better. Um, but it's getting she goes smarter. To, it's getting smarter. Mm, Donna. I mean. I don't know. I'm still. I'm definitely stuck on um, Louis calling Rachel his white swan and Katrina his black swan. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought yeah, that was well, so funny. Yeah,
1: he said that uh, something about Neapolitan ice cream.
0: Yeah, chocolate and vanilla with a little strawberry. And Rachel's like, "Am I? Did you just call me chocolate?" He's like, "No, you're the, you're the white swan and Katrina's obviously the black swan." I thought that was very funny. I don't know. I'm leaning toward giving it to Louis, even though he didn't do anything. Okay. Well, sometimes it's just other people disqualify themselves. Yeah, I'll take that. I can't think of anything that Harvey is that- well, Harvey it's Harvey's fault that they lost that uh that client because he wouldn't help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's uh let's blame Harvey. So uh Lewis can have the litty. That's fine.
1: All right. So congratulations to Lewis. Um we got some mention about uh Luke Perry. We talked about that. Um uh Benjamin compares uh what the Donna is to Westworld. You never watch Westworld, right? No, did you? Uh, I watched at least the first two seasons, and then I said, "Okay, okay I'm not I'm getting very confused."
0: You tapped out; it was too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, it looked like too much from jump, so I never, I never dove in. But I might, I might, I might spend a block.
1: Okay, how about Donna then getting some, uh, letting Enya catch some strays? Nobody cool Brad, listens to about? Enya. She said,
0: "It's like Donna, you don't know what you're talking about." Everybody listens to Enya. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't heard of India in a while. Like, India still make music? I'm not sure. I don't know either. I mean, she literally said India CD. Like, okay. Like, it was hard-pressed to find a CD these days.
1: I have a question for you Uh, in our feedback form, suitspodcast.com slash feedback. David Schwartz wants to ask, is Craig the quintessential stupid executive that got there just from being at the right place at the right time? We just met him, and I don't think he has done anything right. I just don't get how someone so dumb can get to the top of the food chain unless that's how all of them are. I mean, he is very stupid.
0: You know, he goes up to Mike, like, Mike, we need to talk. Mike's like, we can't even be seen together. Are you stupid? Like, mm-hmm. what is what is what are you doing here? I'm not a big fan of Craig not my favorite person on the show
1: yeah he's kind of a doofus uh that Mm -hmm. he was working at one company then with a patsy to sort of like do some corporate espionage got busted somehow is in charge of uh the character and fitness commission trying to blackmail people uh in that new job
0: yeah i don't think he's in charge but he's definitely in it and because he's like in it definitely a criminal also yeah, he's a criminal. He gets a vote. He's on the board. But uh, no, I think we got to get this guy out of here at some point. Right. We got to get Craig fired. It's yeah. time for him to go. You would hope so. I don't need to throw him more. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Chappelle. Anything else from uh, season six, episode 14? We're only two episodes away.
0: Yeah. uh, Two episodes away from the finale. Yeah, and this we're is going the 90th episode seven. of Suits today. 90th episode. This is crazy. We did this in such a short amount of time. Uh, no, but no, I have no other feedback for this episode, but I do want to draw I draw your attention to one of the Facebook posts. You ready? Ready. Um, Roxanne Fox said, um, days ago, about uh, about a week ago, just finished today's podcast, season six, episode six. And they had a question for Rob. It says, how can you be surprised that Mike was so upset at Kevin about his dream um, you know the dream where he pictures Kevin. You know, basically like what killing Rachel in a car accident. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Have we not heard you say how Nicole does the same thing to you? She's yeah. been mad at you for something you did in your in in her dream." That was the first thing I thought of when I watched the scene. Always love the podcast. Thanks, guys. And we got no comment from you. So Rob, the people want to know. This is not foreign to you, right? Yeah, no, this is something I know very well.
1: I have often, uh, I've gotten in trouble from many dreams that uh, Nicole has had. And uh, I know I'm not alone in that. And so what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. Have you ever had any dreams where you like, wake up n- mad at Nicole? Like, Nicole, what is what the hell?
1: Um, I think almost never. I'm not going to say that it's never happened, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I but you don't like- talk about
0: it. Like it happened and you like you had a dream. Honestly, you about, I really like, don't remember dream. my
1: dreams particularly well. I, I same I, maybe like a couple times a year I have like a very like memorable dream.
0: Same, same. But I, I I think science or Popular opinion says that everybody dreams mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people who thinks I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I don't. Like I, I feel like if my brain is working to that extent when I'm sleeping, I wouldn't be as uh fast talking and and uh, and wise cracky as I am during the day, you know. So I really think that like my brain turns off when I go to sleep. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. I don't dream.
1: I think I remember them when I right when I wake up and if I was like really on the ball, I could like get out my dream journal and start to like Ooh, uh document them, journal. but you know. I don't have a dream journal. I'm saying like if I had a dream journal.
0: Christmas is upon us. Do you want a dream journal?
1: I mean, not really. It seems like a lot of work to wake up. It's dark in the room. What do I turn the light on to like jot my dream down?
0: Right. I have to find my glasses. I don't think I'm missing anything. Yeah, I I can't do it. I don't have that kind of discipline.
1: Mm -hmm. And I don't even think I want like in like one of these like black mirror, like DVRs, I go
0: watch my dream the next day. Oh no! I don't I need watch that. I a lot of Black Mirror. I forgot about that. Yeah, nope. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. But thank you, Rocks and Falls, for the question because that is that is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I said, I don't dream. I I don't remember them, and so I don't. I, I rarely wake up irritated at anybody. Uh, but if you're the first person I talk to in the morning, then yeah, I might be a little annoyed.
1: You might be. Okay. All right. How about um a couple of reviews? Just checking in. Okay. Uh, here is one. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got, I think we, we I think we, when we said we wanted a hundred reviews for a uh, hundred podcasts, then I think some people started to come out of the woodwork. Uh, so let me give you a couple of these. Okay. Um, this mm-hmm. is one from Kit Kat from the firm lit nothing and nobody. I haven't mm-hmm. laughed this hard in a long time. Really love this podcast. Hey, thank you. Kit Kat.
0: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And also, here's one from uh, uh, Nash Edge, who says, I listen every day. I watched Suits years ago and started a new binge so I could listen to this pod. It never disappoints. I'm a bit ahead of you and love to hear your predictions.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. Do we have more?
1: Uh, And then I got one, uh, a longer one from Kate Yo. Five stars. Mm -hmm. Watch Suits then listen to this podcast. I'm watching Suits for the first time. I didn't watch it in the original run or this summer when it initially dropped on Netflix. I watched an insane amount of TV, neither Suits nor any other USA Network shows were on my radar. Then came Robin Chappelle. I've been a longtime fan of Rob and RHAP's coverage of The Amazing Race, Tough as Nails, and Claim to Fame. I follow yes. Chappelle's coverage of Gr- of Grey's Anatomy and Abbott Elementary. All the mm. RHAP and PSR su- uh, podcasts are super fun. They're always hilarious and insightful. The show has been a great watch, even though it has one of the worst theme songs in the history of TV whoa, theme songs. Whoa, whoa,
0: yep. K- Kate, yo, Kate, hold on, pause. Kate, yo, not cool, not cool. The greenback boogie slaps.
1: Yeah, you heard me. I don't care. I said what I said. <laughs> Thank you, Robin Chappelle, for being part of my daily routine. You get all the liddies. Uh, thanks for being great name partners. Edited to add, hey, Apple, why can't I choose how many stars to give? This is a five-star review. No, we got that.
0: We We got got it. We got it. Thank you so much. Thank you you so so much. We appreciate
1: the reviews. You can leave them very easily at suitspodcast.com.
0: All right, Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Uh, You know, podcasting here and there. Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. Check out some guest appearances I did on the Lonely Boys podcast, talking about the OC and Gossip Girl. But uh, yeah, you know, find me in the usual places. All right, I'm at
1: Rob Sistradino. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back with season six, episode 15. Only two episodes left until the finale. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.